Well, you guys good to go? Let's rock and roll. All right, guys. I'm uh, very unprepared, but yeah, I'm good to go. Yeah. Well, it's it's a Thanksgiving. Uh, the Thanksgiving. It podcast, seems like so we're, we're saying this be. a lot lately. We're like, if we're like uh, hey guys, so we're uh, it's Saturday night, so you know what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the shit show. Yep. No, uh, we're gonna we're gonna get this started. Uh, this is welcome to episode seventeen of the Life Short Live Free podcast. We are down a member today. Uh, Toad called me a little bit ago, and he sounded like absolute hammer dog shit. So uh, he wasn't gonna, he couldn't make it in. He's uh, definitely under the weather. He said he was actually in bed. So. I don't believe that. He was totally on his what couch watching fishing shows. He might have been. <laughs> whatever. If he, you know what? He, if he cared enough to like act for me, I don't Whatever. It is what it is. But I think <laughs> I think everybody's kind of under the weather box. You said you weren't feeling the best. Johnson, you've been sick for days. Yep. I'm actually, I'm not sick, but I just got this tickle started uh Oh, yeah. Today, oh, I thought so. you were pointing to that terrible beard. <laughs> hey. <laughs> You leave you leave the beard out of it. It's hidden. It's hidden in the video. And wait see till it. wait for three or four days. It'll be more than a tickle. You'll probably end up with what I got. I hope not. But anyways, we got a good show lined up for you. Uh, we got uh, we're gonna talk about uh, the U.S. Marshals got the got the new uh, an STI twenty eleven issued to them, covering uh, the ridiculous uh, Virginia gun ban. Of course, we got our whiskey of the week. Talk about some uh, some other gun stuff. Our badass of the week. What a douche! And then we're gonna get into something. Uh, I don't even know how to describe what a typical what the, Saturday night discussions. Typical, will typical go. We'll Saturday see, yeah. night debauchery. We yeah. should say so. Yeah. But like I said, this is uh, if you guys are listening to this, it's at least a week after Thanksgiving, and just about a week after. Uh, we're recording this on a Saturday night, um, so everybody's kind of still in vacation mode. Um, but you guys have a good Thanksgiving. Mine was uh, mine was fairly good. How about you, Johnson? Mine was okay. Um, we did uh, my dad's side of the family. We did our Thanksgiving a week ago, but um, we had my mom's side was on Thanksgiving, and I didn't make it because I didn't want to get a bunch of kids sick. So we didn't go. But we ended oh, up. That's too bad. Work had gave me a, a gift card to Hy-Vee, so we actually went into Hy-Vee Thursday morning. And got a bunch of ingredients and stuff, so we had our own little Thanksgiving dinner at home, just the wife, the boy, and I. So it was it was still pretty good. It was a good relaxing day where we just kind of hung out and made some food. And oh, that's good. You had kinda, a good time. You, you kind of do sound like hammered dog shit too, a little bit. You can definitely tell in your voice that you've. Uh... Yeah, it's I've I've just had a sore throat for the last five or six days, every morning, and coughing and. Just haven't felt that great, but I was gonna make a joke about a sore throat, but it's pretty early in the episode for that. So, <laughs> box, box. Well, I obviously know how your Thanksgiving was because it, it was with me. Um, but uh, so terrible. You think of it? You yeah, think of I it? hated it. And I, there was this guy named Sam there, and he was and it just annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've had the no, last. Uh, you've had the last what nine, eight, nine days off. You've been on vacation since extraordinary. Uh, the Thursday before this last Thursday, yeah. Nice. Of course, nice. I spent the first two and a half days of that laying on my couch <laughs> being Miserable. sick like everyone else, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Did they at least give you the option to pay out the vacation? I didn't want the option. No. I don't want to go back to that place. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's like... I'm getting I'm... paid to not be there. I'm taking that option. Yeah, that's kind of how ours is, is they'll either 
let you pay out the vacation in your sick time, or you can just take it at the end of the year and burn I, it all I up. think they would probably pay it out, but they say that it's either use it or lose it. But when I <clears throat> when I left there a few years ago, uh, they were I still had two weeks of vacation left or a week or something like that. I don't remember. But when I, I was going to quit and come work with Sam, and they were like, well, you don't have to work the next two weeks if you don't want to. Just We'll just pay out your vacation, and you can spend the next week or two weeks, whatever it was, moving and getting ready for your next job. So, I mean, yeah, they're pretty – they're all right about it, but yeah, that's good. yeah. I don't, I don't get shit for vacation. My boss is kind of an asshole, but yeah. Speaking is. of which, this this uh, podcast is sponsored by Shywork Cerakote. We are Cerakote certified, factory trained, and certified from Cerakote. So if you want something done, check out shyworks.com or uh, facebook.com slash shyworks. We're always posting uh, new projects. We're always like a good challenge. So if you got a if you got a good idea for our for us, give us a shout. So. Um. Yeah, it is uh, Saturday night, fellas. So I'm, I'm Sam, kind of ex- what you said. Give us a shout there. I was thinking about that. What uh, our sister said earlier about having people having a voicemail line. Should we? What do you think the listeners? Do you think they would go for that if we had a voicemail line that they could call in and ask questions that we would play on the air? Well, or do you I, think we would get a bunch of? Uh, I think most of it would be awful uh, shit. <laughs> probably James just kind of berating us. <laughs> yeah, and and other people making fun of us, but it might be interesting. You know? I thought it could be a good idea. I mean, we don't have to not listen to him before we play him on the on the air. Yeah, well, yeah, you well, yeah, yeah. Hey, you're jumping the gun good, there. Be a good idea. I mean, it's something we could just look into. If open. you guys would be, if you guys are listening to this, would be interested in. And leaving us a voicemail, and uh, we could obviously play it during the podcast and uh, respond to it. Um, I think that might be a good idea. That might be kind of fun. So that's something that's something we should look into and see. I think if it's it could a, go downhill quick, doable. but I think it, there's a lot of potential there. Yeah, well, it depends. You know, I think it'd be. fun. I don't think we're big enough where people are going to want to. Mm, yeah, probably not yet. Mess with us too much. Probably not yet. But so. Sam, I hate to disappoint you, but this is... Oh, there's no pop-top? Can you stick your thumb in it? And no... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you know what that means. It is Whiskey of the Week. Hey, sound bite idea. <laughs> whiskey yep. of the For Week. The... Yeah, there you go. So, of course, this is... Uh, Johnson supplied this. It is Maker's Mark. Not real creative. We know. You know, not, not but, real creative. Well, actually, I've been trying. I've been wanting to try this for uh, quite some time now. So, um, I'm kind of excited. Oh, gar- Ambitious, yeah. huh? All right. I that guess is. that's about what Sam always pours. It better right. be freaking good. So uh, I will say it does make a nice noise coming out of the bottle. It is very nice pour. Very nice pour. Well, let's see. Mm. I, I've got a glass full of whiskey <laughs> here already. <laughs> I'll just taste yours. That'll wake your ass right up. Let's, nice let's, nose. Let's, to it. let's read about this. Not bad. Does smell good. Does smell good. Um. Oh yeah. I like it. Is yeah, it not bad? Is it, is it soft, rich, creamy, and full-bodied yet balanced? Did you? Tr- I would. I would call it soft and full-bodied. Uh, it's definitely. I don't know about creamy. It doesn't have the. Uh, I'm it not much of a. 
doesn't have the extreme burn to a lot no. of them that we've been having. It has a nose burn. It doesn't have a throat burn. It has more, it has more of a nose burn than a throat burn. Yeah, yeah. I think this is the kind of thing a guy drinks when he's uh, got a... I think that would be pretty pretty darn we'll good on the rocks. And... Mm-hmm. Mm. Nope. So if you're just listening that? to the Don't podcast... Come into your glass. What was that? If, if you're just listening to the <laughs> podcast and we're not talking, obviously we're, we're sampling this uh, this new whiskey that we... Uh, we're getting hammer drunk. That we just, <laughs> that we just tried. So uh, it's... Um, it's I don't know. I, I'm. I think it's pretty good. I think. I think it's, it's not as <coughs> flavorful. I think as that's exactly what I was just thinking. It doesn't have a lot as of like some the, of the others, but it's just very so, smooth. So we are looking off camera. We do have. We did actually get our podium set up um, for our top three whiskeys of the week. I and think we should get that set up actually because this has a and this could be a contender. Yeah. Let's. So Let's right now we got 1792 on top, Old Camp in second, and Jesse James in third. Yeah. So I think this is going to make a make a run for right up in the top there. Um, I don't know about the top. Uh, I think it's I think it's a contender for second place. Actually, I've been drinking some of these while you guys you know aren't around and uh you're drinking my whiskey while I'm not here? Yeah, yeah pretty you much. Son of a bitch. Dude, this what was a scumbag. This whole thing whiskey of the week was just a ploy to get free whiskey from you suckers. So it's, it's, <laughs> well, it's it working worked. out pretty good for me so far. <laughs> we it all worked. leave it here sitting on the fridge, so So I don't I think it's better than Jesse James. I will say I think it's better than Jesse James. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know it'll take over top three, but Old Camp, I would have to try Old Camp again. But I I remember drinking 1792, and I don't think it's as good as 1792. Mm, well. You guys slam those glasses real quick. And <laughs> yeah, we'll compare. We'll just, <laughs> actually, just, actually just I, just, I just had some 1792 the other day. Um what was I doing? I was making a video or something, and I was drinking a little bit of whiskey to go with it. And I think uh, they're right in the same ballpark. But how do you? The, the question is, how do you? How do you judge one over the other? Because it's going to be profile, totally smoothness, it, but it's going to be completely on by oh, opinion. Yeah. It's going to be one person might think sure, this is but... way better, and the other person might think the seventeen ninety two is way better. So I don't know. I think they're both. I think they're both. Good. They're both definitely delicious whiskeys. This is going to become tough though, because we're going to have there's there's a lot of good whiskeys out there, so we can't just be like, oh, well, this is tough to decide. We can't dethrone the other one. Makers is smoother is is definitely smoother and not as much burn as any of these top top three currently. I I think the seventeen ninety two is just as smooth as the makers. I don't mark. think so. And I think the flavors. I think there's like. It's almost like a warmer flavor, like almost like a chocolate flavor to the 1792, like a chocolate or caramel flavor. We'll take a pull out of it, see what you think. Yeah, compared I, to the there's only really only one solution to this problem. We're gonna have to try to these whiskeys. Try them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think it definitely knocks that off. I think it definitely takes out Jesse I, James. I agree. I think Jesse James. Is yeah, off the board. Jesse James. I mean, it's a delicious whiskey, but it'll be. I mean, that's it something good, you, but you pour just, a little bit with seven. I'm up gonna or have to. I'm gonna try Old Camp again and. And by the way, guys, if you're uh, this, if this is one of your first podcasts, just tuning in. This is one of our regular segments. We love the whiskey, but don't worry, we start talking about guns right shortly. We and yeah. I don't know. I don't. 
Taking another sip of that. That's a pretty good flavor like that. It's, uh, I think it's, I think it's, I think I th- it, I'd put it at number two. I think it kicks old camp down to three and Jesse James out. Cause that's, that's the one that's got the, you don't think it's better than 1792. Well, I can't, <laughs> I'd have to try that one. <laughs> I think it's, I, think I mean, it's I'm a, currently drinking it, but I'm I think it's mix. a little bit better. I think it's a little smoother. This isn't the best, uh, drinking bottle. No, it doesn't have as much. I mean, it's got enough burn. Or you can. It's obviously still a whiskey, but it doesn't have as much as a. Nope, it's number number two, number two for Maker's Mark, for me, anyways. Well, Johnson just made love to the whiskey, and he's sick. So maybe I, I don't really know if I want to. Number two. Want to try that now? I would agree. Number two. Maker's is number two. Yep. All right, I'll take your word for it. I agree with you. That you don't want to. You don't want to try that. No, Johnson just. <laughs> all over it, I don't know. Your tongue flicking is really grossing me out. <laughs> no, I would, I would. I don't know, that's okay. Like, let's do it. Kick that son of a bitch out earlier. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we got camp down to three. All right. Well, and for the uh, actual whiskey drinkers, we're not like whiskey smart people <laughs> well i a mean you guys that like to get drunk we're generally not smart at all but you know we're not gonna be like ooh, it's full not, and bold yeah. and brash yeah we're just gonna be like well it tastes that, good got, yeah. got hints <laughs> of not, mahogany and rich leather not real <laughs> whiskey connoisseurs who know exactly what to look for and what to what we're judging I can taste on. We the just, rye i don't yeah. know what the f- rye tastes like <laughs> <laughs> right is it like bread i <laughs> Yeah, I I had I like marbled rye on a you know on a sandwich, but I I don't know how that translates to whiskey, I guess. But so um, I guess we've we've uh, spoken enough about the whiskeys for tonight. Um, we're gonna have a hard we're gonna be hard pressed to buy to to get some of these something that's gonna beat these top two contenders for sure. Yeah. This next, this old camp was only that was only like what twenty bucks or something like that. That's all. That's all the maker's mark was for seven fifty. It was only twenty. Oh, that's not bad. Twenty five bucks or something. So as I said, obviously uh, we're we're a podcast about freedom, so we cover a lot of shit. Um, talk about the whiskeys a lot, obviously, but uh, we're kind of more focused on the Second Amendment and guns. And that's kind of our our main focus, I would say. Um, and I, I ran across an article that really piqued my interest uh, a while back, and this is not an extremely new article. This came out in July, um, but I just I just saw it, and it's uh, the U.S. Marshals uh, Special Operations Groups. They adopted the uh, the STI STI 2011 pistols. Um, if you're not familiar with 2011, um, they're based off essentially a 1911, um, but they're a, a nine millimeter double stack. So I mean, it, they look extremely similar. But the frame, instead of being all pol- or all metal, it's got a, a polymer uh, grip area. And frankly, just as a purely aesthetic standpoint, man, they look good. They're pretty gorgeous. They're just. They, I mean, they and I've never been a guy that's like been like that attracted to 1911s. I'm a self-admitted Glock fanboy, and I've always been that way. I've never really, really got into the 1911s that much. But lately, I've just been. I don't know other, any other word for it other than lusting 
after some 2011s, but they're the, expensive. Well, and the STIs, like the like the Staccato P, and STI has a full like uh, full lineup of of 2011s and. All of them are just drop dead gorgeous. I I mean like yeah, they're... I know a lot of people that think you know Ed Browns and stuff like that are are beautiful and they are very nice guns. But boy, these STI Staccato P's are just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And so I the... would definitely buy one. If and I had uh, the money. if I had the funds, I would for sure. Well, they're buy usually a Staccato what P, yeah. the STIs are what around two grand a piece. I think those. I think the Staccato P. Like a base price is like twenty two hundred to twenty five hundred bucks, somewhere in there. That They're sounds in high to me. I thought it was lower than that. I thought it was I'd, in the lower thousands. I guess I the, uh, but I, I don't know. I could be totally wrong. Either way, the way for out some of our reason price I thought range. they were two grand, twenty two to twenty five hundred bucks. But anyways, so <clears> the uh, the marshals, the marshals, they didn't, they didn't, didn't gave them to all their 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 marshals. It's just a special special operations group um, that they that they gave them to. Um, so I think there's around like 120 of them, um, that are going to be given these, but the, the reasoning behind them is the same reason 2011s are so popular for competitive shooting is, um, you get 20 rounds of nine millimeter. They're extremely flat shooting, not a lot of recoil. Obviously the gun is a little bit heavier than most. So, you know, that helps eat up some of the recoil. They're just, they're just damn nice guns. Um, but it's kind of I was kind of surprised that a law enforcement group would be going towards these because typically most of them are I mean really Glock has kind of taken over a lot of the law enforcement um in the last ten years. That's the way a lot of them is going. So it's interesting to see another to see these guys going a completely opposite direction. I right, but like you said. It's a lot easier for them to justify the cost of something like this when they're only buying 120 of them or a hundred, you know, a yeah, couple right. hundred of them versus, you know, hundreds of thousands possibly when you're talking about changing a service pistol for the army or whatever, you know, it's a lot easier to justify the cost of a really high end pistol like that when right. it's for such a small group. So, but, uh, to date they've purchased 160 STI pistols for, uh, their special operation group. So operators. I just looked in the Staccato P, the base uh, not cut for a red dot is 2000 and then the Staccato P Duo, which is set up, you know, already has the slide cut for the red dot is uh, $24.99. So. And these had, yeah, these were these were cut for uh, red dots. They had a Delta, Delta Point Pros yeah. on them, I believe, with custom... Um, Dawson precision sights yeah. um, on them. So, yeah, these sons of bitches are going to be around 3000 bucks right per piece. But, you know, they only purchased 160 of them. Right. You know, taxpayer money. So, <laughs> how, so how does that work uh when for duty pistols? Do you, duty. do they have to <laughs> do you still have to pay in a bit to get it or, de- or does it it depends on the department. The, it depends on the department. Um, like Sioux City Police Department, they um will pay like a certain amount towards your duty pistol. But if you want to buy, say you wanted to buy a Glock twenty ten millimeter, right? They'll they'll pay, you know, say they'll pay five hundred dollars. Well, yeah, I know, I know you can get you can 
use your own and get them approved mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But in like this case, are all the, all these U.S. Marshals just getting these free STIs? <laughs> possibly. Like, Here's your new STI. Don't possibly. bother paying a dime. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I mean, like that I said, would be I would assume amazing. so. Like just I walk said. into work and be like. Here's your brand new two thousand dollar pistol. Right. Yeah. I, it like I said, it depends on the it depends on the department, um, and a lot of like federal departments like that. It is going to be just a here it is. This is your new duty pistol. Well, and it wouldn't surprise me if that's what this is because this is this. There's. I mean, the U.S. Marshals are already their own. I mean, just not everybody and their mom can walk in there and get in there. And plus, this is their special operations group. So this is just a basically their elite. Um, guys that do um, they take care of extremely high profile prisoner transfers uh, terrorist situations um, you know just extremely high profile stuff so it's not these guys are extremely highly trained um, so that these aren't just average Joes on these are these are the guys that are taking care of like even the FBI's most wanted and stuff like a lot of times the US federal marshals are looking for those people as well and Mm. Take care of that kind of stuff, but damn, I wish somebody would give me an STI. Right? That just sounds that doesn't <laughs> that sound dirty? STI. Well, <laughs> I wish somebody would give me an STI. It what? totally is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but so uh, yeah, that would I would definitely buy one if I had if I had the I means I would buy one. I don't know if I would buy one before I would buy a CZ Shadow Two. <clears throat> That's I'd, a tough one. They are, uh, they just do something to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just think they're freaking gorgeous. And yeah, I know they're nice guns, just like STIs are. But yeah. So I'm doing a uh, build, and I've I've talked about it before, but I I basically took my my cheap ass Taurus 1911. Um, I got the slide milled on it. I'm getting, I'm making some custom grips for it, turning it into a uh, a railed frame. Um, so it's going to be, uh, basically the look that I'm going for is after a 2011 look, obviously there's only so much you can do with a 1911 compared to a 2011, but I got, I, I think it's going to look pretty freaking sharp. And the way that a, that a 2011 grip is formed is the actual grip itself is all polymer. It's not a, it's not a, a metal frame like the, the standard 1911. Does so that, they can do a lot more of a wraparound feel. Does that depend on manufacturer? Is that just a standard thing with the 2011s? I don't know if a, if a 2011 is standardized near as much as like a 1911. Um, I would assume so. I would assume that there's a designs a little bit. So, I mean, it's similar to an AR that you can swap parts with, but I'm not positive on that, so don't quote me on it. Um, but I think so, to a certain extent at least. Um, but the main thing is that polymer grip and the way that it looks. It's just, I just love the way that it looks. So I'm building some new grips um, that are going to essentially repl- replicate the, the wraparound look of the 2011 to go on my 1911. So we'll see how that turns out. But I'm pretty freaking excited for it. My my CNC guy is milling my, milling my slide. He said he was going to stick it in the CNC machine on Monday. So I'm pretty excited about that. I'll have it back by the end of the week, hopefully. So Can I just give you a congratulations on successfully saying replicate? I know. Did you see how how much how much uh 
concentration it took me. I had to I had to stop and think about it for a second and say, replicate. He's got the right beer to word ratio going yeah. on right now. Yeah, that's what it is. Give me a half hour. We'll see how that works out. <laughs> but I'm I'm somewhat surprised no one has come out with uh, those yeah. style grips. <clears throat> In, Almost like a retro, for like a retro yeah. style kit. I'm oh, somewhat surprised that hasn't happened yet. Well, the deal is they're totally. I mean, the design, oh, the is dimensions, so much and diff- everything is so completely different. Whereas, I mean, if you want new grips on a 2011, you buy the whole new grip panel. So that whole piece itself is one piece. It's not like you just take off grips and put them on. Well, yeah, but so and. But if, like a wraparound piece for that you can screw on to a 1911, yeah. you know, that replicates the feel of a 2011. Mm-hmm, yeah, right. that would be. So essentially, that's what I'm. That's what I'm. I'm working on making. Um, it's not going to be an actual wraparound, but it's going to. Re- it's going to replicate and look like, look like it wraps around. Essentially, it's hard to explain. But once I, I'll make. I'll make a video. I'm in the process of making a video about this whole thing. So I'll I'll show you guys um, what exactly I'm talking about, and it's going to be a sweet little gun when I'm done with it. So, well, um, you wouldn't be able to own it in Virginia. No, those dirty sons of bitches. <laughs> so if you guys if you guys haven't heard, um, the Virginia um, legislature went back to uh, over this the why you had too much early November elections went completely back to Democrat. So they got the they got both chambers of the house or both chambers of Congress as well as uh, the governorship. So uh, as soon as this happened, they... Yeah, it was like the day after. Yeah, they filed a bill. And what it does is essentially bans... They didn't just go after assault weapons. Assault weapons, per se. That's not even a f***ing word. Um, But they went after... two words. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially, they went after every single (laughs) firearm. So any firearm that that can accept... Any magazine over 10 rounds. So basically every pistol, every commonly owned uh, self-defense pistol will be banned. And this is as, as far as as far as when we say banned, we don't say you can't buy them. This yeah, is was, you can't you can't own them. You cannot possess them. You have yeah. to get rid of them. So yeah, it's, there it's was essentially no... it's essentially confiscation without justification. Well, what's coppers? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um, there's no, there's no, you got to get rid of them and you don't get freaking paid for them. Yeah. And there's no compensation is the word you were looking for. Yes. Um, yeah, it's not even like, there's no grandfather clause. There's no, if you own these before this date, that's okay. It's nothing. It's you, if you own these, you are going to be a felon. And it's shot, I believe, and don't take my word at this, but I believe it's any shotguns that hold over seven rounds. Um, so as well as pistols, um, rifles, shotguns, everything. I mean, they're so essentially all you can own is three round uh, duck shotguns. You know, you take out gut, right. duck on uh, revolvers, and because the majority of handguns can accept round magazines over ten rounds, so those are going to be banned. As well as, and here's the interesting thing, box. What are you looking up over there? The training aspect of it. Yes. Yes. So essentially, they went after training too. Yep. Um, yeah, I read this. If you got when I read up, this, read it this just box. blew my mind. It says Senate Bill Number Sixty Four would make it a Class Five felony to give any type of instruction or training involving a firearm and demonstrate using guns of any kind, as it may be perceived as intimidating. Specifically, Section Three prohibits demonstrating with 
quote, intent of intimidating any person or group of persons by drilling, parading, or marching with any firearm, any explosive or incendiary device, or any components or combination thereof. So they they basically just gave a blanket statement that basically said, if we catch you training with any firearms, you're going to be a class Which 5 I don't felon. get because, like, the basis of most of their arguments a lot of the time is we just want people to be safe with them. Go get training. We require you to get training. Uh, now they're like, no, you can't have training. Don't right. get training. Right. Know. Yeah, you're going to be a felon if you train with your firearm. If you want to learn how to use that firearm safely, felon. You're not allowed to learn how to defend yourself. No. No. Yeah, so it's pretty You can't own any firearms, and if you do own any firearms that meet our ridiculous requirements, if you think you're going to go out and try and shoot them safely, nope, nope, you're going to be a felon. Yeah, because I mean... It's all just a blanket statement to make everybody who is a firearm owner a felon. That is all the whole thing is about. Well, I mean, because essentially everything we do on a monthly basis, every two weeks we go out and shoot between us and, you know. Yeah, it would make us felons that's, in that state. That's banned. That's like, illegal. A lot of bills that are provo- uh, because out the way throughout they- the nation, I can kind of see the other side where they just don't understand. They don't get the gun culture. They don't understand things like that. So they put stupid laws out there that they don't fully understand. But this one, the is, wording in it's it so blat- just it's so blatantly blatant that no, we don't want guns out here. We don't want you to be safe with them. We just don't want them here at all. Exactly. The, they made there's no it's the, not and just wording, a misunderstanding from them. They're the just, wording that they use, the perceived perceived that one word. Sam, click on them. That that one word. Give me the mouse. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. That Johnson. that is, that's the one thing that made the whole thing like just a complete debauchery to me. Because when you say perceived, that gives you know there's the, objectification. The, them the license there's, do whatever the. F- they want with exactly it. because anybody can perceive something as something it's not and that's that's the part that drives so me essentially up. essentially what this is is for for many 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 years um they've called us they've called us nuts um basically for saying that well you're going after guns you're going after our our complete second amendment and they've said, no, 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 we just want reasonable restrictions. And mm-hmm. and now after Beto O'Rourke made it pretty much mainstream, um, right. he essentially said that, yes, we're going to take your shit. We have, that's our intent. We're going to take your stuff. And now that they've, they've swung so far left and we hate talking about politics on this show. I don't enjoy talking about politics. You guys don't enjoy listening to it, but this is, this is so important. They've essentially made it mainstream to say fuck your second amendment rights we we don't agree with the second amendment it it needs to be gone and that's exactly well, what and, they're doing with this and one this thing point. one thing that i've noticed that has really driven me absolutely insane over the last 2 weeks is on youtube you'll get these ads and the only ads that you'll see are for bernie sanders elizabeth warren and this andrew yang and Andrew Yang, on one of his YouTube commercials, his biggest, it like the, the main headline of this ad is, we're in the 21st century and we need to change the rules so that they work for us. No, that's not what? how this works. 
you're going to, okay, you don't agree with the rules, so you're just going to change the rules so they work for you? That's not how that works. That's not how government works, you dipshit. No. Like, that's, and that's the, that's like his whole slogan, is that we're in the 21st century and we need to change the rules so that they work for us. Right. And that's and, not how. Well, I mean, that's the way, and without turning this into a, a political um, bitch fest. That's essentially the, the way the way that the left is going at this point. I mean, they're pissed about the how the 2016 election worked out, so they're well, trying the, to they're trying to change the whole rules of it. Um, as well, far that's as the worst part is, as far as the they, election process and impeachment and all that shit. But I, I digress. Let's let's not let's not bitch too much about um, politics. Um, I'm gonna bitch one more little bit. Is that have they, you bitch they, and I'll get a beer. Grab me one while you're at it. They have made it a point to even say that the impeachment process and all the shit that they're giving Trump is strictly because they don't want the same outcome to happen in 2020. Yeah, AOC they've made it. They have made nope. it completely apparent that oh no, we can't ha- we can't let this happen again. We can't let Trump win again. So it's it's not about AOC. Oh, this is this is wrong, and we need to change this, or this is my idea for this. It's we we can't let him win again. We need to do something because we can't let him win again. That's all it's about. That's the whole. That sounds ridiculous, but you're completely correct. AOC literally said this is about stopping something bad from happening in 2020, and what she meant by that was the people by reelecting Trump. Yeah, and uh, Pelosi. The Democrats' leader, yep. she literally said that it's dangerous to let. She wants to impeach because she said it's dangerous to let the American people decide the 2020 election. Mm-hmm. So that just tells you. But I'm sorry. Once again, we we always digress into this political hole, and we're gonna digress into it a little bit more. Um, <laughs> sorry, box. <laughs> I know how much I was you, just looking up at the topic board. So. Well, and but this I'm is, sorry, this is, is I know right how on, much you hate this. No, shit, I was okay. this is right on target with uh, Virginia is the the uh, the NRA's uh, home state. That's where they're based out of, and there's so many so many gun owners so disappointed with the direction that the NRA has been taking. Um, and at first, I mean, it started long before this, but this is kind of the the. It, the whole problem reared its ugly head um, when Trump, one of the few things that he's done that I completely was pissed about and, and completely disagreed about, he went after bump stocks. Bump stocks. Um, and the, NR, the NRA agreed with him. And I think that really, that really rubbed a lot of gun owners wrong. And and that's not the only, the only reason. You think? <laughs> yes. 100%. Yeah, and and I think a lot of the, a lot of, I mean, I know on the internet there's a big deal between, you know, boomers and that dumb shit. Don't get me started on that. That's yeah, worse than politics. I know that, and that's so stupid. But I, I think there's there's some merit behind the argument because a lot of, a lot of older gun owners who are strictly <laughs> fuds. We call them fuds. Yeah, okay. They're strictly, you know, pheasant hunters or quail hunters. Or, and they don't you know, understand why you need more than three rounds in your shotgun. Right, they don't, 
they don't partake. I've hunted in. with a double barrel for 25 years, and I never right. needed nothing more. Right. Okay, yeah. well, somebody else has. Right. And I just, I think that I would like to see the numbers for NRA memberships in the last two years. It's dropped like I feel like it's rock. got a have gone down by 50%. And you Wayne, know, just like, because I, I would, I was an NRA member up until 2018, 2017. And in 2017, when they passed that deal, I was like, I'm not renewing my membership. You guys aren't doing shit. You know, I'm not going to give you my money to do absolutely but nothing. There's uh, a side to that where it could be beneficial to us to be NRA members, which I know, yeah. Oh, NRA, screw them. We don't want to right. be part of that. But the, it's just like it's being... It's still a gun lobbying it's, group. Well, no, it's I mean, just like being a, a citizen of the United States. You don't agree you with have a You know. have a vote in that. If you go to the National Convention, there's they have meetings and shit like that. And last year, things about boiled over. I mean, Right. There, there's a lobbying group there that I'm pretty sure they let, they were they had security guys watching them and everything because they were against what the NRA was all about and they were like, no, we don't want you to have anything I, to do with it. I, so they're lobbying to get more members in the NRA so they can help steer it back in the right, right. direction. Right. Which there's no other way. I mean, I think, how else can you do it? If you're I not in the, the NRA, way to you steer really the NRA, shit. I think the way to steer the NRA back into the right direction is to get Wayne LaPierre out of right. the number one well, position. And he just got he He's, just got a uh, 50%, 57% pay raise um, this year. And that really, really, really Wasn't that the, the – that, that was like the – <laughs> that rubbed that a lot of people wrong. Where all the problems were coming from, where right. it all started, where right. he's yes. spending all this money. Yeah. Yes. And and box, I'm on the same I'm on the same plane as you about this. Um like it or not, like it or not, the NRA has been at the forefront of the Second Amendment fight for years and years. And there's been a lot of shit that they've done that I disagree with. There's been a lot of shit that Trump does that I disagree with. But you still support them. And as far as the Second Amendment goes, who else, what other lobbying group is out there as big as that that's going to fight for us? Yes, there and are some other good ones. And, <laughs> and if, you're a member, if you're a member of those, hell yeah, stay with them and support them. But I think... That's it, the issue is I don't think any of the other any of the other organizations have you know as much pull. So that's, right. that's the benefit of being well, an NRA member. Some out there is, that aren't necessarily lobbying... Uh, organizations, but they're a group of lawyers, say Firearms Policy Coalition. Right. right. Those guys are huge, and they're growing a lot over the last couple years, and they're just a group of, I'm pretty sure they're just a group of lawyers, and they're out there fighting for... Pro bono, just doing their shit yep. for no yep. other reason other than they love the America and they exactly. love the Second Amendment. I think, right. I think that's how it should be done. Yeah, and and that's how the I think that's how the NRA started you know, was doing it for the fact that they yeah. are and about the American way and love the, the thing Second that, Amendment. The thing, that, the thing that pisses me off so bad is you'll be in these these Facebook gun groups and I get in arguments all the, all Facebook the time. Facebook gun groups are a Oh, damn that's convenient, joke. Sam. Once, don't bother shutting off your air compressor. <laughs> that's just our studio air compressor, folks. Don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I I don't know what it is about. Holy shit, God, that's, that's loud, loud, especially when you get the door wow. open. Woo! But no, that 
I mean, I understand being a part of the NRA because it is the biggest lobbying group for the Second Amendment, right? I mean, I mean, if you're not a part of it, you're not really helping the cause because they are the biggest force that we have to yeah. help support the Second Amendment. But and that as I, I was, I don't know. For me, well, it's hard. Like I said, if you're not a member, you can't go to that the national convention, and you can't get in on the meetings. And you can't get your, you can't tell them what well, you the, want. I mean, right. there's a your lot of voice people, can't be heard. There's at a, that point. a lot, a lot of people that feel exactly the way we do. That NRA are screwing us over. They're not using our money the way they want to. And the only way it's going to get changed, I think, is if there's enough members that have the balls to, to go to these them. to go to these meetings and be like, "No, you're you're fucking us up." Yeah, right. I agree. Yeah, and com- the thing yeah. is, though, that we've been bitching about this for a freaking year. Two years, and it seems like the NRA just gave you know give Wayne Lapierre a fucking raise. Like what? What planet are these guys on? You he know? probably gave himself a raise. I haven't heard about that, but I'm gonna guess it came from him. But the thing, yeah. the thing that really pisses me off, and this is last. Yeah, you know, I only have three multi-million dollar homes. I I really think I deserve a raise. This is the last. Suits. This is the last thing we'll done, talk. About. I haven't done anything for the firearms owners of this country in the last two years. I really think I deserve a raise. The last thing, the last point Fuck I'll make guy. about this. The last point I'll make about this is I get in the gun. I get into arguments on Facebook and gun groups all the time. In fact, it was just last week. Some guy says, you know, fuck the NRA. They haven't done a single thing for us. And I... I Agreed. I would, no, I would agree with that statement. In the no, last two years, no, that's, they haven't I, done fuck yes, all for but us. But have you seen the last 40 years? Have you seen the things that they've done for us the last 40 years? Have the you last seen 40 years. Past, but the, the past... I don't care. Here. I don't care. I don't care. The last... The, the, thing that, the things that they have done the last they've been the only lobbying organization that has beat back quite a few of this shit. Yes, they've had their fuck-ups and they've had their screw-ups, but guess what? They've been the only big one that was there and they've they've made mistakes. They've made mistakes, but the thing is, like Box was saying, we got to right the ship rather than just abandon it and say, you and then where are we going? Who right. do we who do we I, got? Who do we I got? I understand that, but gun I think, owners of America, yes, they they're somewhere, but they're not near near as big as the NRA is. I completely agree I with that, that. But La- Wayne Lapierre needs to get the fuck out of the. Uh, 100%. He needs to he needs to be knocked off of the head position of the NRA. He is in it for the money, and that is I honestly believe he is in it for the money, and he doesn't really give a fuck about. Damn right. I agree. I think think anybody with half a brain can can understand that 100%. But so so essentially, moral of the story is think Wayne LaPierre. Yes. We just need to right the ship. And that's, I I try to tell people that. You know, you have these arguments and he says, hey, the first step is getting how about How about instead of completely abandoning them, abandoning them? I can't even say that word. Abandoned, Aban- abandoning, 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 abandoning. I bet people them? people get sick of us mocking you. Right? <laughs> you abandoning. I, I, I'm, I'm sure they don't get sick of you mocking me, but whatever. Anyways, how about we how about we write the ship instead wonder, of just saying screw you? You know. Yeah. That's fun. That's, fun little question here. Which one of you can tell me who the current president of the NRA is, though? Didn't Chris Cox just quit? What? Chris Cox was the uh, who the hell was he? He no, was I the, can't. He was a he was not the. Uh, <clears throat> it wasn't Chris Cox negative, but yeah, it was someone that 
And then they, they like they had a that's what I was saying about the meetings earlier. They had a private meeting and they said they voted unanimous. That's one word unanimously. I, thank you. One word You're I welcome. can't say. <laughs> a few drinks in, <laughs> and no, but nobody really believed. There, it's some lady now. <laughs> wow, I'm way off. Chris, Chris Cox is a horse trainer. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I thinking of? Who am I thinking? I of? have no idea. I, I should. You just I, have Cox. On I the did brain. no. No, Christopher <laughs> William Cox is an American lobbyist and public. He was on the NRA. He was. Uh, he joined the NRA in '95. He was uh, their chief lobbyist. Okay, so he wasn't the president. I'm not completely, totally retarded. It's just, it's you know, some chick now. Three quarters. What's is your name? The president. Yeah. Well, I, can't, I, can't, I can't remember. I want to say Stephanie something, but yeah, like that that whole thing was going on when the current president stepped down last year. Or yeah, because, earlier this year or something like because that. Because right there was big issues ended. with oh yeah, Carolyn embezzling money. And Carolyn shit. Meadows, she yeah. is a dumb bitch. Stephanie, Carolyn, I was close. Carolyn <laughs> Meadows is a stupid. Yeah, she is. She is three quarters of the problem. Her and oh my god. Her and Wayne Lopier. She's probably, That's yeah, she's the Lopier entire issue. Puffet. Puffet. Puppet. Boy, I'm struggling. Puffin? Saturday, is she Saturday a penguin? night, guys. Saturday <laughs> night. It has nothing to do with those three whiskey bottles in the middle no, of the table. Yeah, that couldn't so, be it. Yeah, I, I don't know the solution, but yeah, I, so, I do know I do know mm. what's not the solution. And what's not it's the to solution. to just give up. Because right. you know what the left wants us to do at this point? We're doing exactly, Give exactly, exactly what the left wants us to do. Say, f*** the NRA. We're done with you. We're done with you. That's exactly what they want us to do. Well, and so I, we I, need to do, you know, pull together and my fear is that my fear is that they're in the they're in the left's pocket. Who? Wayne Lapierre and this president, this Caroline, mm, whatever. No, I'm not. I'm I not sure that. that they're in the left's pocket. I wouldn't say that necessarily, but. I could there's, just about bet that there's donations there from the left, but you could say that about every, every right, yeah, everybody. But that's that's where I that's where I get nervous is because it's like, you know, all of a sudden the two main the two main people in the NRA are all of a sudden just oh we're all in it for the money and we don't really care about mm-hmm. the average firearms owner. And, you know, it's coming at the same time as the left is really barraging the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. And, well, they've you know, they, they know. Well, I know, but they know that the only the only opponent they have is the NRA when it comes to congressional hearings and things like that. They know that the only opponent they have is the NRA. So it would be in their best interest to get the NRA in their pocket. Right. So then all of a sudden. They've got Wayne LaPierre, who is just in it for the money, clearly, because if you look at his homes and right. he has all yes. this shit, and he's given himself a 50% raise over the last year. Right, hey, but well, there's mean, still a board. Question. There's still a board. There's still a board of I the realize there's still a board, kind but of it's still a little bit involved in this. What's your question? Can Wayne LaPierre be our douche of the week? <laughs> no shit. <laughs> douche of the week. Wayne for like LaPierre. the last eight years? Yeah. God. So, anyways, um, another one. One last question: Who wants to go to the NRA convention? Next National year? convention. I would like. Is to. it in Nashville? Where is it at? If it's in Nashville, f- yeah, I'll go. <laughs> I think it might have been, but I'm not sure. Dude, I was in Nashville one time. I've told you guys this story. No, 
You guys didn't. I, you told me, but I just get tired of hearing. So, and listen. so we're in, we're in, we're in Nashville, Broadway, the the main dragon in Nashville, dude. I've never. I mean, you you couldn't walk fifteen feet without seeing the most drop dead gorgeous woman I've ever seen. In my I've heard that. It about was Nashville. it was ridiculous, yeah. dude. It was it was completely ridiculous. They were as a married man. Everywhere. I don't think that's beneficial to my health. <laughs> you know, you're probably right. <laughs> but I mean, I was like, holy! It was it was outrageous. And then I had the best mac and cheese I've ever had in my life there. Wow! Yes, Sam. That it's, really it is took in, a. It is in Nashville. Yeah, I'll go. It's, when is it? It's in April. <laughs> April. I love how he just immediately agreed oh, to that. Mid-April. Well, we're going to we're going to Las Vegas for the shot show in the end of January. That's less than two months away, and then we can turn around and go right down to Nashville. Hell yeah! Maybe there's a few listeners out there that want to go with us. Yeah, y'all want to go? Miles, James, give us a, give some us of the hardcore shout. listeners. <clears throat> By the way, I talked to James about uh, doing Freedom Fest up there in the uh, in the pit. That's the all, perfect location for it. I'm not gonna it. lie. Good. So, if y'all don't know what Freedom Fest is, um, we talked about I think in episode four. four yeah. Probably a lot. Of, <laughs> probably a lot of episodes. Um, yeah, so essentially, this stuff. is that it was our first first time last year. We were uh, uh, yeah popped our cherry. Maybe I should lay off the whiskey for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we just uh, we just got together uh, with some listeners and shot some freaking machine guns, and, and then we after after we shot a lot of machine guns and we were getting horned up, we went to the bar and drank some alcoholic beverages. Damn, it, it was a fun. Oh my god, god we it had was fun. fun, dude. Yeah, that was one. Of, that was a good. Uh, time. I just we just had a freaking riot. So we what the deal is? We're gonna try and do it every year. Um, so yeah, Freedom know. Fest this last year was awesome. It was it was just small enough that I think it it made it fun and it wasn't out of control. It wasn't it was just, out of control. Was there wasn't too many people, you know. It was it was a good time, but I think after this first year of doing this, I think we're ready to take on a little more our second oh, yeah. year. So I think I I think it'd get I would quite like a bit to bigger hear, and we can handle it. Yeah, and I I think this year will be a good year to get a lot of listeners involved and 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 really get things going and kind of kind of step it up a little bit as far as free so fest check goes your uh, calendar off next next summer folks freedom yeah, fest early, i don't know what summer. day just check off your summer early june you know, is when <laughs> yeah. we did it last I year i think yeah late okay late May, so okay no so okay is if you guys want to make it bigger like this gave me a fucking ulcer last year, and it was pretty f- small. So y'all, how did this give you an ulcer? There was dude, like man. fifteen people there. No, I, well, about twenty some. But I had I flew a I flew <laughs> I a guy it. I flew a guy down from South Dakota. Well, yeah. So essentially, what happened was a guy flew down in his personal plane with like twenty machine guns. Well, probably ten to fifteen machine guns. So I went over and picked him up. Brought him over to the range. We rented the range out. I had to talk to the, you know, the the uh, uh, the ranger over there, and it was it was it was stressful. And but that's like the first time that I've done anything of that sort. But I'm just saying, if you guys wanted to make it friggin' huge, you're gonna have to help me out. I have something to say. I'll for sure help. Say it up, box. Say it up. I'm pretty sure I kept uh, pushing you last year to. You did. Plan and plan, and you were like, dude, we got two weeks. Don't worry. <laughs> you did. You did. You pushed me, but that's all you did. I'm like, I need I need assistance. You didn't ask me for help. I'll, I'll unit, give you assistance. Unit, unit, unit 73, do you need assistance? Do you need me out there? Yes! 
I need help. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah, we can go as big, and but the problem is the guy that we used last year, he was in it for. He just loves that shit. He's just, he right. wanted to keep it small. So if we want to go much, if we want to go any bigger, we're gonna need. Well, there yeah, could be we'll a, have to there get... could be a few vendors there, maybe. Yeah, I don't know how that would work if he would be open to that or not. If there well, was... like I said, I talked to James and he's open to it. And James is an SLT, so we yeah, can do we'll some, get we can do some shit with him and we'll we'll get her figured out. We'll get something figured out for this year. I think this year, I for sure think this year should be bigger than last year. And I speaking, I agree. Of, I'm gonna sorry guys. Speaking of bigger than last year, why don't we move on to the uh, next topic? Sam, you wrote that down. I think we set a record for uh, the background checks. Yes, we did this month. And, and you know, we've we set a lot of those. the The October background check number, which is um, the total number of background checks at NICS ran for NCIS and NICS. No, just call it NICS. It's NICS. Which one? Can one of you Google that and find out the total number? They said they set a record number. For October checks, which has happened several times over the last few years, yeah, I mean, that happens since two thousand eight or something, and it's it's usually in the in the millions. Which I I if you guys don't know, I'm an FFL, so I do um I got to call in background checks occasionally. And tell you the truth, I I hate I I do them my personal ones. I do them online, um so it's not so it's not so crazy. But I I help out a gun shop here in town occasionally, um. And you got to call them in on the phone. And these people, they do, they do, that's all they do forever is for their living is they answer the phone and they, they, they do background checks. So they talk so fast because that's all they ever do. That's yeah. just what they're used to. They're like, they just like buzz through it and, and it's so fast. And they're like, name, you know, like number, blah, 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 blah. And they just keep just like, bam, 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 bam. And I can't keep up with it. And you guys know, I don't do good with names and numbers and, and words. And I don't talk good and it's confusing. And I get, oh, it's, 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 it's freaking rough all the time, man. So it's like these people, I hate, I freaking hate calling them in. Cause they just, they nail you on. Is it. there an uh, option on the menu for for slow people? No, there's no there's no option. <laughs> hit when one you, for normal service. You call, hit two if you're slow. When you call in, and half the time I'm saying, "Can you excuse me? Can you repeat that slower, please?" I I, I don't know. I don't know what to See, do. You're better about that than I am. When like when that happens to me on any kind of customer service, okay, call, okay. I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the numbers for. It, which year do you want to compare it to? I mean, it's gone up. I did, all I care about is the numbers. So, how many background checks? Does it tell you? In yes, in, in October. October of 2019, it was two million three hundred ninety-three thousand six hundred nine. What was the year before? Two million eighty-six thousand. So essentially, it's two million most months. Uh, this year it has been. 2.6 million, 2.1, 2. 2.0, 2. 2.6, 2.3, 2.3. So essentially 2, 2 million. Essentially, this is what we're talking about. We're, this It's been over doing, 2 million. They're doing month. background checks every every single month. 2 million background checks. And that's that's essentially so, saying, yes, this person <clears throat> can have a firearm. So we're getting 2 million new firearms into the market every single year. Every month. Every Excuse me, every single month. And guess what? The the gun crime 
is not skyrocketing. It's actually going the other direction. Okay, so if we compare this to 2009, a decade ago, it goes 1. 1. 1. 1. 1. 1. 1. 1. 1.2, 1. 1.2, 1.3, 1.2, 1.0, 900,000, 900,000, 1.0, 1.0, 1.0, 1.0, 1.0, 1.0, 1.0, 1.0, 1.0, 1.0, 1.0, 1.0, 1.0, 1.0, 1.0, 1.0, 1.0, 1.0, 1.0, 
hey, I need to buy these while I can. ARs are cheap. I need to buy them while I can. And I think that's I think that is a vast majority of the background checks. But I don't think first time gun buyers out there are going, oh, this is the time that I need to buy an AR. I don't. I think most first time gun. Either I think that's a. I think they're buying pistols. Yeah. Yeah. But I I think that what does it matter? It doesn't matter if they're buying ARs or pistols. They got to have background. I understand that, but I'm saying I think the hundred thousand out of that million that I see as being new gun owners are going. Hey, you know, it's getting it's getting a little shady out here with this whole Second Amendment thing. Maybe I should look into getting a pistol, and so they do it. But I think nine hundred thousand out of those million new background checks. Our current gun owners saying I need to stock up. I don't, I don't agree. I don't agree. I think I think it's going the other direction. I think you'd be, I, I, I like think your you'd optimism, and I think well, you, I think that John, is an optimistic thinking, and I think that is Johnson, the way I'll it tell should you, go. Johnson, but I'll tell I really you, the, don't believe it. I'll tell you the reasoning for my thinking is well, I'm in, I'm involved. That's what I do for a living, and I'm right. not I'm not taking this as just optimism. I take this as shit that I see as I make as I make my living because I see so many more new people jumping into this. I think I think there's a lot more new people involved than you than you think there is. I think there's a lot more people involved jumping on and saying, hey, I want to protect myself. Excuse me. Want to protect myself than than most people think. Time out. You think it's more than what Johnson thinks? Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's 10%. He thinks it's more than 10%. He thinks that there's only 10% of new gun buyers are getting in on... 10% of the Knicks background checks is new gun buyers. Yes, and I think it's far... I think it's, and what was the background checks for October? 2.6 or something? 2.6 million. They've increased in the last 10 years. Yeah, and I, yeah, I got that By much. a million. 260,000 new gun buyers is what you're saying. Is that's, that right? That's my guess. Over the last year? Yep. No, over the last 10 years. This has been from... Okay, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. So, yeah, right. Johnson, all I'm saying is I think it's far more new new gun people are jumping into this than than most people think. And this I is... Th- this is roughly 10%. This is... And the only reason I'm saying this is because I see this as a... I do this as a, as a living... Yeah, but and, you're looking at... You're looking at, at your business and that's no i'm looking at i'm looking at the people that come to me and 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 tell me this and and tell me this i think that's fairly localized yeah but remember sam we almost elected hillary because of nothing other than california no we didn't almost elect her she got crushed because of california Right. I I personally think that I think the things that you're seeing are fairly localized and I think nationally I think roughly 10% are new gun owners. But where, where are you opinion. getting this from though? You have no, no that, you have like no I opinion said, other than But that's my opinion. That's, my yes, but my business I mean, I am a kind your of a business national is in a, to- a town of 4,000 people and I do national in the business. middle of but nowhere. Right, but I do business nationally. I understand that, but not Everyone in the nation knows of your business. Right. 
Okay, so here's the deal. And here's the deal. We can argue about this all night. We can argue about this all night, but I'm going to do a little right, bit of research. Let's argue about it all night. I'm going to do gonna a, be a 12-hour <laughs> podcast, folks. <laughs> I am going to do a little bit of research, and I feel like I'm probably going to come out on top. But if I don't, mm, what should we What should we? Uh, what should we like wager? to be on top. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> what should we wager on this? Because I think, oh, yeah, I, a, I think I'm think i correct. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. God damn it. I don't know what you said, but <laughs> it wasn't. He nice. said you're a pillow biter. Rude. Ugh. Rude. So okay, I'm gonna research this and we'll find out. And when it comes to the next next podcast, we'll have the uh we'll have the correct answer rather than just skepticism and, and actually I think I bullshit. Can, what's the I'm worst like, whiskey we have? I think back I here. can look that up because there's background checks versus rechecks, right? They 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 have no way to check. There's it's it is what it is. There's permit rechecks. No, there's not. It is it it is what it is. I don't think they have a way to. Anyways, Johnson, we'll, we can look this up later. Yep. So the next podcast, we will come in and we'll say who was who was correct or incorrect. My guess my guess is ten percent. I, I I think it's more than that. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the price the price is right and say it's it's a little bit more than that. That's not the price is right method. You have to say eleven. Yeah, that doesn't work at all, Sam. Yes, you <laughs> jackasses. I know how that works. So what's your what's your? I guess bet a hundred dollars, Bob. Well, I bet more than that, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say right. I'm gonna say eleven percent because all I want to do is fucking get beach your ass. So. Okay, that's not the number I want to bet, Bob. So, <laughs> anyways, holy shnikes. How long have we been talking about this shit? We rambled about politics. And the I'm internet. sorry. I'm sorry. Any of you poor sons of bitches still listen to this podcast. People like apologize. long long podcasts. Sam. I don't know why you don't get Let's that. Let's get on to the badass of the week. Yeah, well, this week. Uh, I'm woefully unprepared for Woefully. That. Woefully unprepared. I'm not oh, even sure man. if I'm using that word right. Is I'm that a word kinda, of the week? <laughs> I'm just kind of W-O-E-F-U-L-L-Y. Yes. Not gonna Hopefully. lie, uh, Johnson could probably actually tell us more about this man. Come on, box. This is the you uh, didn't do this any is research. the one. Okay. No, this is I, the one. When uh, I was sitting Johnson. here on the couch and you guys were yelling at me for being quiet, is when I was reading. I figured yeah. that was so, so. So this week's badass of the week is actually the first Medal of Honor that was um, caught on tape. If you don't, I, I did do a little bit of reading, Johnson. If you don't have details about him, I... I, I just can't, for the sake of me, remember his name, which is it's, terrible. It's John Chapman. John Chapman. He was awarded the Medal of Honor here in 2018, and he was killed in action in 2002. Was it 2002? Yeah. It was it, that far It ago? was 2002. Okay. Yep. So... It was in one of the, the <clears throat> I think, the second largest battle of the Afghanistan war. I think I can't remember what they called that. I'm trying to find that here. So it was all it was all recorded by a CIA predator drone. Mm-hmm. The footage the footage of this battle that he was in was all caught on I I always want to say tape, but we don't use tape anymore. No, this is uh 2019, right. man. It's it was a very right. old drone. It may have been. <laughs> <laughs> this this rec- was recorded on hard drive. Yeah. So this it was all recorded on video um, by a CIA But it was at like drone. three or four in the morning also. So, yeah, so it, was it was all just thermal, awful graphics. All thermal, all thermal footage. 
Um, yeah, John Chapman, he was, he ended up saving, um, 23 people. He ended up saving the lives of 23 people before he succumbed to his wounds, wounds, wounds. He was (laughs) earning, uh, posthumous medal of honor. And, uh, he, he took like at least, he took like 16 gunshots. I, think, I didn't get a number on that. But I think he took at least, at, I think they recorded at least a minimum of 16 gunshots. He, They were battling on top of a mountain. It was covered in snow. He was trudging through the snow. There was a bunch of, um, they were, the enemies were basically buried down in a bunch of rock formations and stuff. And they had like, um, like machine gun turrets inside these rock formations and stuff. And he was basically running straight up the mountain through the snow, just firing like a crazy man, smoking these guys in these, in these rock formations and took a bunch of shots, um, ended up unconscious in one of the, in one of the like bunkers that they had, one of the defensive structures um, ended up coming to woke back up, continued to fight, went back up to another installment of enemies, um, took them out. He, that was where there was a machine gun on the sec on that second one. And he took himself out of cover knowing that he was just going to get lit up just because just to save his, uh, his teammates. Yeah. And he ended up saving like 23 teammates, but it was, it was incredible. Just if you, if you want to watch this, if you just, you know, Google or YouTube, you know, first medal of honor caught on video, this guy took so many shots. He, he's running up this mountain. There's basically no cover. He's running through feet of snow, you know, just trudging through snow um, firing where he can, you know, trying to find the enemy just, you know, it's, it's the middle of the night. You can't see anything except muzzle flash. He's basically firing at muzzle flash where he thinks the enemy is. He, he took tons of shots, but he knew he had to keep going. He just, he just kept forging on trying to I watch this. Well, this I, was... I came across this. I watched this though, video. Now that you guys are talking about it, I've, I saw this months and months and months ago. And it was one of the most, uh, it was an extremely emotional video that get, they get, you know, they're just telling, you know, his story as he went along and Oh my gosh. I just, can you imagine just, <clears throat> Being that dude, like, what is going through your head while you're fighting over there in the middle of bump nowhere? I think there was nothing in his head other than saving his other his squadmates' right. Right. lives. I don't, and it was which I get. It was I. I don't even I don't even know how to describe the the, the video. It, that's all it was was thermal. You know, yeah, you didn't describing. see much. It was just dots running around on the ground. But you could yeah. see you could see their forms and you you know the, the shapes of them, and it was. I've never seen a video as emotional that was as, you know, just there was no, you know, real yeah footage to it. All you could see was, you know, kind of it looked like Pac-Man damn near, you know. Right. It was just this, yeah, but this guy was, he, 
was a team member through and through. You know what I mean? He just, it was all about the team and he knew what he needed to do to save his team. And he did, I mean, everything and more mm-hmm. that his body could handle to, to save his team. This guy took at least 16 shots, you know, from a very close range. I mean, he was, he was fighting, the enemies that he was fighting going going up this mountain to these installments and they were i mean they were like armored installments and rocks and everything and they had like dishkas and all kinds of other machine guns and AKMs and things yeah, like this, that. Yeah, this this isn't like freaking twenty two. This is like no, seven six two type shit, which yeah. really, I mean, is massive wounds. I did yeah. read also the information or the intelligence that they were given was wrong, and they only told him that oh, there's a few hundred uh, Al Qaeda or up or whatever up there, but it turned out there was like a thousand or two thousand or something like that. Yeah. And he and this this I guess we haven't mentioned this, but this was a rec- rescue operation for these guys there had already been a helicopter shot down and they were going to rescue yeah there was yeah there was a crashed helicopter um with a team there and him and his team landed there and his team ended up having to fall back um but this dude just kept charging forward kept charging forward and he i mean he could took out one installation, moved up to the next installation, took it out. I mean, like, passed out because he was shot so many times, woke up, kept fighting, kept moving forward. I mean, the guy was just... Well, his his squad mates thought he was dead already. Right. Like, one of them was watching him. Like, he was laying there unconscious on the ground, and you could tell he was still alive because he could see his rifle raising and rising and falling right. on his chest. But then he stopped seeing that. So they had assumed he was just dead. And some people thought that they, the rest of them just left him behind to die. But he just kept fighting for like an hour after that, apparently. Yeah, yeah. and dude was just... I, I also read uh, in his high school yearbook, he quoted the motto, give yourself before taking of someone else. And apparently, like all everyone he knew, they were like, yeah, that's how he lived his life. That's the kind of guy he was. And apparently that's... Live that out. He proved it. Live that out, yeah. Hmm. Just, I mean, well, as always, this is. If this you is... guys have a few minutes, just Google it or YouTube it, and just watch this guy just fight through complete adversity. I mean, you can't, you can't imagine more adversity than getting shot sixteen times, getting you know just. Now running yeah. through, you know, knee high snow, trying to get to cover and just, I mean, the guy was just one of the baddest guys you could ever imagine. As usual, this is always one of my favorite episodes. I, I don't know. I don't know. It just makes you feel like we're, we're sitting in our freaking nice heated ass, comfy garage, you know, talking into our freaking microphones because crazy sons of bitches like that. Um, do what they do and they, they feel the call or they, they hear the call and they, um, they go and, and, and then do what they have to do. So that's, that's always something that, that, uh, that weighs on me heavily, I guess. Um, every time that I, I think life short, live free was founded on the, on the, on the concept of, um, we're appreciative of, of these people that do what they, that they do. And I, many times I'll put up a status, um, 
as as I did on Thanksgiving, and I said, you know, we should be thankful for the the people that that paid the ultimate sacrifice or and did what they did. And it never fails that every single time that I sit here and, and write one of those one of those statuses, I'm not too proud that ever that that to tell you that I always well up. Usually do when I when I think about um, the things that these people went through for us, and I I'm not too proud to tell you that. Um, so, I, and I think that's important that, that we as Americans, we remember every, every single friggin' day, not just on Memorial day or not just on veterans day. Um, the, the things, um, that these people went through, I think, I think that, uh, that we should be doing that every, every single friggin' day. And, um, we in here and we're, we're from we're based out of Kingsley, Iowa, and there's a there's a a, 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 fed, a veteran here, a, a guy that we grew up with that gave his life. So we see um, we see his family, you know, they miss him every day and and we see that a lot. And we we realize the the importance of uh, the importance of of recognizing that. But anyways, to get out of this. uh you guys want to hug it out quick? I do. I do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Something, moving to something a little more uplifting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like well, just, I don't know what's more uplifting than that, that those, that, that crazy sound bitch did what he did, and that's... No, yeah, that is true. That's freaking awesome. So how about we move into, into somebody Let's move into was, judging people. Now. Well, let's judge the <laughs> shit out of some sons of bitches. Johnson, we got the... <clears throat> what a douche. So this week for what a douche... There was an Ohio man who was attempting to rob a bank. He slipped the teller a note to tell that person, the teller, that he was robbing the bank. He signed it, didn't he? Well, it was... printed his name? (laughs) It was a... On the backside, the teller read the note, flipped it over, and realized... That it was his business card. <laughs> it was a surely he didn't have a business note card. That, note that he had used at the DMV, or it was a piece of paperwork from the DMV <laughs> where he with had been earlier address on it with his exactly with his name and address. So it was a 50, 54 year old man, um, outside of. Cleveland, Ohio. Um, it had his name and address scrawled on the back that he had used at the DMV earlier that day. He went to rob the bank. The teller took the note, flipped it over, saw his name, and he, <laughs> the teller reportedly complied with his demands, gave him $206. <laughs> <laughs> He robbed the bank for $206? $206 before calling the authorities. And actually, she that wasn't teller, even all the money, money in the register, was no, no. She was just like, here, have some money and shut yeah. up. Get the so fuck out of here. she actually referred to him by his name, Michael. <laughs> he, was a, he was a regular customer at this bank, mind you. Did he have a mask on? <clears throat> no. You didn't have a mask on? No. Wow, this is intelligent. This is bitch. this is the security camera footage. Wow. Wow, that's a smart guy. Yeah. He really thought this through. Yeah. So he just shows up, hands her the snow, like, 
I don't know what the note says. This is a stick up or, <laughs> you know. Hey, give me your money. Yeah. Hey, so, this is Michael. Give me some money. <laughs> yeah. So she was like, uh, okay, Michael. So, you know, here's the money in the till, Michael. You know, trying to give him hints that she knew who he was, <laughs> and he just didn't get it. Maybe he was just baked out of his mind, and he had no idea what was going on. <laughs> yeah, so she actually even referred to him as Michael, gave him the money, called him Michael, and said, thank you, Michael, on the way out as she notified law enforcement. She thanked him. He, <laughs> thank he you was for a, taking our money, yeah, Michael. Her- Michael Harrell, who was a frequent customer was a arre- has been arrested in the robbery. So like it obviously didn't take them long to track this dude down <laughs> and arrest him, but it was like what kind of idiot says, "You know what? This this piece of paper that I took the DMV earlier that has my name and address on it, I'm going to flip it over." And <laughs> I am ima- I imagine they probably just wa- they were probably met him at his house. Probably. They were sitting there on his porch waiting for him. He was like, "Oh, Hey, dumbass. He's yeah. like, what are you guys here for? Hey, clearly yeah. Can I help you, Ossifer? Yeah. Boy. Yeah, that's one of our uh, that's one of our more intelligent um, Dumber douches. criminals of the week. Yeah. Douches of the day. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, he probably would go good with this next girl that I'm going to talk. And this is our last segment, guys. Well, hell, this ain't even a segment. This is, I saw, I saw this today. Um butthole sunning <laughs> exit <laughs> so lost all of our listeners there so this lady, and now introducing our next segment this, butthole this lady has like i don't know it's like sixteen thousand instagram uh followers or something like that and she talks about the health benefits of uh sunning her well, rectum sunning yeah sunning her butt is she also a scientist so she look at look at look at the uh, look at the picture oh there. my god like it's it's exactly <laughs> what you think it is um so she basically is is laying out on a rock in this photo and um is grabbing her toes and uh um, <laughs> use your imagination and you pretty much got it yeah yep. you done got it but she says there's there's a benefits to this um but where does she get these benefits from like I asked before, is she a scientist or is she just? I don't know. Ask if she's nuts. Clearly, she's crazy as shit. She's clearly crazy, but she Bad says it's the equif- sure. equivalent of a full day of sunshine with your clothes on. So uh, she says there's a number of health benefits to doing this. Your like, butthole but- absorbs more sunshine than the rest. <laughs> of your apparently, body. apparently, there's there's a uh, uh, better sleep, more energy, better sex drive. She also claims it helps to attract something called your soul tribe or people who are in the same frequency and wavelength as you. Oh, my God. She's nuts. So, uh, well, Box, I mean, well, I have you seen more, what she's doing? More nuts than I initially thought. <laughs> I so, thought she might just think, hey, I'd like to sun, get a little sun on my butt. But now she's like, no, there's some uh, real reasons behind this. Well, you know. It looks like she's out in the country, but I, I don't know. If her, that was just an Instagram photo. I feel you know like, she's out on her lawn on Main well, Street I feel every like, day. I feel like her neighbors are probably heavily invested in binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is there just a normal picture of her? Is she gross? Oh, um, Google, um, Google, Google met metaphysical Megan. Meta, uh, no wonder. 
Yeah. I oh, hate... she's also gained quite a few followers here at this point. No shit, because there's a viral article on her. So most of them are see... probably to laugh at her. I can see where she could say there's sex drive benefits. Well, because if she's sitting out on a rock naked, holding her toes, <laughs> she's gonna get more sex. The guys just driving by, be like, "Well, holy shit! Check that it. out. Put this bitch in park. <laughs> I'm gonna check this out." Yeah. Try, oh god. Trying real hard to hold myself back here. <laughs> Oh. A lot of things I could say. <laughs> Don't hold back, Box. Don't hold back. Yes, she's actually pretty. That's not her. That's not her. Oh, that's unfortunate. Well, you guys are aware of the hot crazy scale, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. What's her name? Uh, Metaphys- oh, hold on. Oh, Metaphysical open- Megan. Hold on. I'm going to open her Instagram here. We'll Is see. she a hairdresser? Well, that's the uh, that's the first picture on Holy her Instagram. Holy shit. <laughs> hold on. She's going to. She's actually like, you know, she's cute. She's average. She's yeah. clearly batshit crazy. Yep. So Offer, offering a new perspective let's on Let's call sexual. her up. Let's get her on the podcast. Hell yeah. Can we get her on the po- box? Can you handle that? Hell yeah. I mean, she's cute. You know oh. how I am. I can get any girl's number. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't see any pictures of her showing her butthole. Well, yeah. That was just an Instagram photo. Nope, there it is. Nailed it right there. There it is. They don't tell you how many likes anymore because Instagram went this way of we're not going to show you how many likes you are because and we don't others. want people to be offended. Yeah. Exactly. So they don't Liked tell by you. this person and others. But yeah. it does have 2,300 comments, so you can just about guess there's <laughs> a whole so shitload of likes. Did you see the com or the- 99% or, of them are numbers. Did you see the- <laughs> Numbers. I don't know what you call it. A title? Caption. Caption. Perennium sunning. <laughs> What's a perennium? Yeah, I saw that. For the What's past a few weeks, I have included sunning my bum and yoni. Okay, anyways. So we've been rising. talking about this for far too <laughs> like, long. What the fuck? This is your idea, and you're already jumping off of this? Train? Yeah. She's cuter than shit, though. Perennium. Let's see if we can, oh, get, let's see if we can get her on here, Box. That'd be interesting. Perennium is the space between the anus and the scrotum. <laughs> okay, oh. all right. Well, so the taint. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Anyways, so we're taint tanning. If you uh, yeah. typical Saturday night podcast, <laughs> you guys are welcome. Taint tanning, butthole bronzing, so, whatever you want. Hold on. So we're it. butthole bronzing and we're taint tanning. But what happened to to bleaching? Yeah, it's well, going in the opposite way now. Apparently, that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> Is well, here's my question: Why was that ever a thing in the first place? Because was there ever a point in your life when you saw the color weird. of it and you're just like, "Well, no. hey, you know, if you maybe if you if you tan your taint and you bleach your rectum, <laughs> my God. the contrast. There's a real good contrast. A good contrast, contrast would be more. Well, oh my God! I'm, okay, that's what I'm, I'm saying. It's I'm like effectively a, ending this. Do you remember how people frosted their tips <laughs> oh, yeah. in the 90s? That's sure. the same thing. The contrast, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's frosted tips for your butthole. Oh, boys. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's happening here. All right, this is, this We're was, going down a Howard was, Stern road here. This was totally my own fault. I'll take 100% uh, <laughs> yeah, responsibility this for this. your idea, but, Sam. You know oh, what? God. Damn it. We had a good time. <laughs> and you know what? If you... 
if you were offended by this, I'm really actually surprised that you made it this far in the podcast. Anyway, yeah, and we so. don't care. Yeah, no, we, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. We pretty much, we pretty much don't give a shit. But uh, if you did make it this far, once again, we're appreciative. Um, thank you for uh, paying attention to us. We had a damn good time. Um, hopefully, Toad will be back our next ep- next episode. Um, we miss him. We're gonna have to ask how he feels on taint tanning. Yeah, ask his opinion of it. Um, but of course, check out. Um, hey, you know, opinions are like assholes. <laughs> Everybody bleaches them <laughs> or tans them. <laughs> So check out, of course, Life Short, Live Free on uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Instagram, all over the place. Check us out. Uh, our sponsor, Shyworks, Shyworks.com, and uh, on Facebook as well, Instagram too. And uh, check out Ballistic Imagery. He does all of our videography. Uh, most of our, uh, I think, most of our Ballistic images. Imagery might qualify as a sponsor at this point, huh? I think mm. so. Possibly. I mean, where would you be without all my cameras and lights and shit? Yeah, well, <laughs> probably probably still sitting on the couch if you had. To. <laughs> so yeah, check check all those out. And uh, once again, guys, we appreciate it. Boy, it's been a it's been a fun one, even without Toad. Toad, we miss you. If you're listening to this, hope you're uh, hope you don't die, and you can join us again next time. So um, yeah, you guys have anything to say or? No, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, if you guys have tried any of these whiskeys, let us know. Or if there's any out there that we should try. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. Usually, yeah, get... these purchases we make are a last minute purchase, and we're yeah, just like, so oh, give this us this looks a, good. Give us some suggestions on whiskeys to try. That would be good. Absolutely. Something that you think could take out the old 1792, 1792. right here. Something you I think could top I, the charts. We've got a pretty good podium there, I think. We're I think there. that's a strong podium. We're getting there. I don't feel like the Jim Bean vanilla that's going to be next week's Whiskey of the Week is probably going to bust nope. into the top three, but it is what it is. You know, I was at Walmart. It was on sale. I was like, all right, screw it. <laughs> 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 Anyways, guys, we appreciate you listening to us. If you have enjoyed us, please, please share us uh, with your friends. We're trying to uh, get a bigger listening audience. We love you guys. We appreciate you. And uh, until we're back in two weeks. Rate us on all your podcast providers. Five stars. Five Five stars. Or one star if you hate it. Yeah, Yeah, we like to laugh at the one stars. That's fun, too. (laughs) Anyways, guys, thank you. We love you. Until we talk to you next time, remember, life's short, live free. God bless you guys. High five, guys. High five. Very nice. That was a very unenthusiastic kind of you just <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Uh, oh, it feels so good.